0: good morning jim how are you doing today
1: doing good thank you very much nice to talk to
0: you absolutely dude i, I gotta tell you last night i had a performance uh, I, i'm a mobile entertainer and and one of their top songs last night a must be play was was alive and kicking i mean you guys are still getting into people's hearts
1: well that that makes me happy thank you very much for telling me that
0: well, you, you have a way of communicating through music. I mean, I mean, we're gonna break down some of these lyrics and these songs and stuff like that on this brand new album because I wanna know what your secret sauce is.
1: Oh geez. I'm certainly I'm equally as passionate now as when we first began, but the secret sauce is to work with great people. And my songwriting partner, Charlie Burchill, believe it or not, he and I have been together since we were eight years old. We met in the streets in Glasgow. We played as kids. Then at the age of 12, 13, we got into music. He got a guitar when he was 15. And before we knew it, we had this band in school and started writing songs. And everything that's happened has come from that.
0: When you talk about everything that's happened, look at that album cover. That, that right now speaks to a generation around the world. Because that mask is something that says, oh, hey, guess what? Let's be prepared.
1: Well, I guess. I'm assuming that quite a lot of people you talk to currently would have been making their music or their movies or writing their books during that um, surreal period that we all went through uh, the last couple of years. Um, And certainly, you know, everyone knows the downside of that. And by Jesus, it was scary at times, but there were some good, good things as well. And certainly in our case, the fact that there was nothing going on, nothing, no distractions meant that we could really go after work. And I think, I think the songs and the music have, you know, really benefited from that kind of commitment. I'm not trying to say that we don't normally commit. We always do. But when we first started the band at the age of 18, when we first got a, a record deal, first time we had money to get a rehearsal room, we just wanted to be in there 24 hours a day. There was nothing else in our lives. There was nothing to lose. <laughs> Some of us didn't even have, you know, girlfriends or partners. All we wanted to do was work. Well, fast forward, decades, there was nothing else to do except work. So in some ways, we'd come full circle.
0: The song, First You Jump, I mean, you, if you really sit back and listen to the lyrics, it, it deals with anxiety, but at least you're starting the conversation through your lyrics, and we can sit there and listen to it.
1: Well, that's right. I mean, you know, you, musically, we always try to, you know, get a good balance, reverting back to the early original our days of simple minds, but hopefully bringing in the wisdom, the experience of where we are now, but also bringing in some of the subject matters, lyrically of what's going on in the world just now. And as we all know, you know, anxiety is quite a deal these days. People go through all manner of stuff. So this was, it was a kind of poetic way of saying, don't be scared, you know, meet your fears head on. And... Um, yeah,
0: that's really the sort of idea behind uh, the song. Your, your videos were created in Sicily. Wow. Wow. I mean, because I, I, I never even thought about going to Sicily to create videos.
1: Well, actually, we both Charlie and I live in Italy. I okay. live in Sicily. Okay. So, so it was a kind of home from home. Um, I mean, when you say home from home, where well, that was shot is in this... Uh, well, it's actually an antique Greek theater more than two thousand years old and uh now they put on, you know, ballet and opera and the occasional rock gig. So we play there a stunning backdrop.
0: That when when you step into a theater like that, because we have one here in Charlotte as well, I love going in there to listen to the walls. Did you find yourself in a moment like that as well where you, where you when you stepped into into that theater, it's like, ooh, there's something here. I was expecting to see Russell Crowe and Phil Gladiator Let's, let's talk about the song right here proves it's not your typical album in the way where every song sounds the same. Every song does not, and this one has its own journey.
1: Saying that, it is true. I think, I think they all, oh, I mean, I think they, they tick a lot of boxes, you know, Simple Minds through a career in itself has a lot of different styles going on, yet essentially it still has that Simple Minds spirit, or at least we, we hope that it does. Um, the one thing we... The one challenge we did set for ourselves—I mean, actually—in in the press release, the last comment I make, it sounds more like a Mel Brooks tagline. <laughs> where I say, "I say we try to make a feel-good record in the worst of times," <laughs> because of stuff. It was the worst of times, but we wanted to make an upbeat record. We wanted to make a, a somehow a positive-sounding record, something you know, energetic and 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 something that really belies how long we have been in the game. And uh, um, hopefully the record, you know, as I say, ticks all those boxes.
0: It is a total escape because I don't know how many times I hit repeat in listening to it because, I mean, it's one of those where you just kind of just really get into every vibe. And, And I sat there and I thought, wow, maybe the reason why I'm loving it is because I was that jock that was on the air from 7 till midnight that was playing electro rock when it first appeared on the music scene in the 1980s. And this right here takes me back while being in the present. Well, thanks to you. Um,
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird thing, you know, you can't really go back because that right. was then, this is now, the world has changed, we have changed, technology has changed. But there are some things, some sounds, some sentiments, some atmospheres where you can conjure up some of the ghosts of the past. And I, I hope we managed to do that. It sounds like, like we did if you're getting that right.
0: I, I, I totally see a bunch of EDM DJs around the world grabbing this album and doing their own little spin with it with their beats.
1: Great. That would be great. That would be so great. Yeah,
0: Act of Love is one of those songs where you allowed the keys to have its own direction and its own voice. I found myself, calling right, right off the bat I'm going, oh my god, this is the hook of the song, The these keys.
1: Well, yeah, again, you know as I began saying, Charlie Burchill, my songwriting partner, he's a He's quite a unique talent. I mean, he has his own styles, but he's also multi-instrumental. So he has his own style of guitar, he has his own style of keys, he has his own style of even bass on some of the records. I mean, the fact that we had to work in a bubble originally, Charlie did perhaps more than he would normally, because we have a hell of a band as well. And the band did get involved eventually, but a lot of the what we thought was the early stuff that we would replace we kept because there was a uniqueness to it. And I think, again, that's something that uh, people are picking up
0: on. How do you handle those moments where, you you know what it's like to be on a live stage. You come off at 11 o'clock and you've got to be somewhere at 9 o'clock the next day. I mean, to, to creative people like ourselves, how do you deal with those moments where it's showtime no matter what time? Well, on one hand, it's the greatest thing. You know, yes. it's great to
1: be of service. It's great to be in demand. <laughs> um, this is what we wanted you know I saw an interview recently when um, it was just before we did our first ever gig and it was from little you know local newspaper and uh, the reporter said so you know what do you want out of this this was 1978 January and I don't know how I had the wisdom to say it but I said well we want to be in a great live band I didn't just say we want to be in a live band so we want to been a great live band we want to take it around we want to take it around the world and we want to try and get a life out of it and well lo and behold here we are all these years later you know still still up for that challenge and and that's that's what I tell myself in the moments that, you know, you just asked, where you think, you know, I'd rather have a day off tomorrow, so get on with it.
0: Do you ever look at that set list and think, oh, God, oh, but then, but no no matter what, the artist in you just, you know, moves through and makes it still happen? Well, yes,
1: I mean, there is an amazing thing we <laughs> I'll tell you, I mean, it's more a, more a humorous thing, but recently the band was asked individually, you know, they said, oh, is that because, you know, why Why is that? I said, well, for two reasons. One is that <clears throat> there's a great sense of relief. People are jumping up and down. But by the last half of that song, the only thing I'm thinking is, what am I going to have to eat? <laughs> that's me. Because, that's me. Oh, my God, that's so mean. Because <laughs> I, I don't I, I, I skip lunch, so it's a hell of a long time, you know, it's a hell of a long time since breakfast. Um, um, so that's, that's, for those two reasons, the last song's my, my favorite song, no matter what the song is.
0: The name of the album is Direction of the Heart. Jim, I can't thank you enough. You, you continue to create music that really pulls us in, and it gives us a place to just kind of just play around, play around with our imaginations.
1: Well, I can't thank you. Thanks for the encouragement.
0: Well, you be brilliant today, okay, sir?
1: All right, man, lovely to talk to you, all the best.